systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Very much trying to embrace the desert flies. There are so many of them, and they really, it does kind of make you feel like a piece of poop because they're just always around. It's like your pig pen. What's up, pig pen? They're not that bad. They're small. No, yeah, no, they're small, but they're still, they're flies and they're annoying. From the Old West, we report. The Old West. With with the flies. The fly report. Mold Pueblo. (laughs) That's uh, the name of Tucson, in case you guys didn't know. Learn some local stuff. Look at you. Well, it's it's so um, par for the course for us because up until this point, what we've done with our lives is you get hired by a random radio station, you pick up and you move to this town, wherever said town may be, and it can be little to large. And you need to learn a lot fast. So you usually dive into local publications I mean, now it's kind of easier with fucking Wikipedia. Oh, it's and stuff. super easy, yeah. But it's it's pretty pretty easy. It's uh, you know, maybe it's also the curious factor. This is a lot of the same stuff that happened with um, not just my family because I'm a few generations removed from it, but a lot of where I grew up in Chicago were uh, Polish and Mexican immigrant families, and I would almost see the same practices where they would go to learn, like, just start absorbing. But I, I like it here because we used to have to do it really fast. Yeah, they can take your time now. Here, I can take my time. Nobody knows who I am. I really enjoy that. No one cares. Nobody Dotson, cares. Dotson! Dotson! <laughs> See, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Welcome here to the uh, Pat and AJ podcast, everyone. Thank you for being... One of the over 20,000 downloads that we've had now on this uh, podcast. That's awesome, man. That uh, Over 20,000 times this whole thing. How many downloads do we need to make before we get paid? Uh, (laughs) We could probably start getting paid now if we wanted to. I just don't want to take it that seriously. I do. I (laughs) I want to. I mean, listen, I love. I meant this. I tweeted this last night. I miss radio. Now, let me clarify. I don't miss cutthroat talent and the bad pay and hawking a used car on the weekend in exchange for movie tickets. I miss connecting with people and I just miss the excitement of saying, Ooh, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And we still kind of have it with the podcast, but I feel like if there was money attached to it, I might be a little more (laughs) motivated. I like how all of a sudden money cures that. You notice she has this real like empathetic reason about connecting and da 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 da. But then money would just make it well, also get money makes everything a little bit better. <laughs> She's don't 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 listen to her today. She is uh, very anxious today. Oh, I've had a terrible day. It and, sucks. Um, it her, came out of nowhere. Her anxiety is really around the oh, fact. Did you just taco burp? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Lots of taco flavored kisses around here. Her anxiety revolves around the fact that she's unemployed. A lot of it does, yeah. Now, I'm going to say that with she is less unemployed than I am because she is... 
I've got some things moving. Fielding a lot of offers. She's even had to bat one away. It just wasn't the right fit. But in your mind, you're unemployed. You're a bum. AJ has that that weird psychology about it. Well, it's also, trust me, it's hard right now, too, because since I've changed my address, I haven't gotten my unemployment yeah, in you also six ha- yeah. weeks. You and haven't yes, gotten money from them, yeah. I did verify multiple times. We all know how that goes. I'll probably It'll probably take another six weeks. But when you're not, you know, when you're not getting the money you paid into the system for, not, it's a little scary. I'm not going to lie. I laughed my ass off because for anyone, and, and I think we've talked about this, when we started the whole unemployment, just talk about how it's digital these days, so it's easier. You know, you sign into a website, you click away. and Yeah, what were we watching? Oh, it was the, an episode of The Crown where people were, like, physically in line like in for line. Unemploy- like, unemployment. Like that, that was the literal yeah. unemployment line. But so we were just, you know, obviously we were part of the, the, the pandemic economic layoffs with a bajillion other people. And once you have the system worked out, right, once you have everything checked, it's kind of a... It's pretty simple, yeah. It's pretty easy, right? Now, AJ, the second she touched down out here in Tucson, she and I knew she'd do it because on the unemployment, they ask you all these questions. And one of them is always, has your address changed since your last report? Now, I was going with the date... That we closed on the home, that's the official last time. And yeah. then when we get out here and we get IDs, that's when we're officially here. Yeah. My wife is a rule follower, which is good. We need rule followers. I don't want anyone to think, by the way, I'm bagging on her. Me and my son came to this enlightenment the other day that he's a rule follower. I'm a rule bender, and we both kind of need each other. It's like Joker and the Batman, right? Well, you know, if they say, has your address changed, you say, well, yeah, it has, and you change it. <sighs> In no way, shape, or form did I think it would then take and away my unemployment I for knew. six weeks. I knew it would. And literally, I didn't. all of a sudden, I noticed on that uh, next unemployment payday for us that we were about, oh, half short. <laughs> and I go, hey, did you file your, I mean, maybe did, did you miss because you forgot you're, you're moving? And that's when she goes, well, no, I told him that I changed my address. I go, oh, shit. And it literally since then, she has been in this digital purgatory purgatory of sending information, sending photos and selfies. I mean, they have. She didn't even. Here's the thing. She didn't even have an Arizona ID yet. So that's why I was like, I I was like, hold off, because they're going to ask now for your new ID. And what are you going to say? I don't have one. I don't have one. No, I mean, they have. They have my birth certificate, Dude, for God's I, sake. And I, I still fucking knew it. And she was so optimistic. She's like, oh, I but but I just e- emailed, and I think it'll be good. And I said a, a month. And she looked at me so pissy when I said that. Yeah. Because she thought I was trying to give her shit, right? That's what she thought. But in reality, I'm like, this is going to take like a month. You were right. Not only were you right, yeah. and then some. It's been six weeks. It has. I knew because I had to do this. For some reason, I got caught in the same thing when I first applied. Yeah, you had to verify your identity. And I got caught in that loop. And I was literally about a month behind you. Like, And again, it's all retroactive. And we are hashtag blessed enough to to have... Um, credit limits and savings yeah. to where, you know, we don't we can imme- manage, yeah, yeah. We don't immediately need that dollar, but it will help when it gets here. After six weeks, you do start, you know, you do start realizing, boy, I'm withdrawing a lot of money out of the savings uh-huh. to get through. And that's because you haven't gotten cash in the state. And listen, I know some people out there, you're banging your head off the wall. I know you've been doing this shit for months. 
months. Oh, and and see, that's probably what scares me is I'm, and I got to remove myself. I, I initially joined this Michigan unemployment Facebook group just because I've never been on un- unemployment before. So I wanted to like, I wanted a support system. I wanted to connect. I wanted to connect. Now everybody is having such different issues that it no. doesn't, it doesn't really help anywhere in general. And so I, but people are freaking me out. I mean, there are people who are just now seeing their first check from early last year That's and they're crazy. like oh thank god and i'm like oh shit like, is it retroactive? like do you get yeah, the whole thing so they like, get the whole thing but they've been lo- waiting since last may but still could you imagine like like getting like a fifteen thousand dollar check laid on here listen wild, we pay man. into the system it's there for us no i know i know no listen i i agree i but just really just, i really wish it would just, just i just i knew she should have waited until she got that az wow. but again we need the rule followers folks if, if everyone was like me it'd be bad It'd be like so, everything runs on a yellow light. Okay. Here's my question now. Yes. Because we and we should check the mailbox tonight. Our Arizona mm. IDs might be in there. They might be. Um, when we get our Arizona ID, yeah. are you going to change your yeah. address? Yeah, absolutely. And then they're That's gonna, all I might not. And then they're going to tell you, oh, well, you have to verify your identity. What if, what yeah. if we both get screwed here? I, I mean, I can do all. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll do it all over. I mean, again, listen. We are fortunate enough. Yes, I know there are people who don't have savings and don't have credit lines. And yeah. so, yeah, we are very fortunate. Right. So I've been, I can't go to sleep really that upset when I have that privilege because I've been on the opposite end. Where there is, there is no There's reserve. Nothing. <laughs> and so that's what I'm saying. For the folks who've been out there waiting for six weeks and they don't fucking have that yeah. savings. Holy smokes. My heart goes out to you, man. By so. the way, did you see the news story today? Was it? That the median home cost in the city of San Diego is one guess. I'll give you one guess. Median home cost. We're talking about money. Oh, Let's San talk Diego. inflation. Hold on. Are we talking just the home? Because I know property taxes are fucking nutty We're talking in the home. So just the home. Because then you're going to pay like 20% property tax. That's insane. Shit. I know it's going to be more than I think. Oh, it is. Um, I'm going to go 450 Oh, that's cute. $821,000. Is that for San Diego proper? What are people supposed to do? Mm-hmm. What? What? Something has got to give here. I feel very like hopeless for everybody. You see, there's and and that's kind of why we really liked the Tucson area because um, one, it was not one of the cities where they had the gains of like I think Phoenix had like a hundred percent. Oh my god! Rise in, in in housing costs, but there is a range here in Tucson where if you are on a a, a higher economical standard or a middle or a lower there's a spectrum of homes and availability of prices from the nice houses which i'm going to reckon there's there's a few seven figure houses oh hell yes yeah, yeah right? there are there's a few um but you have those down to your nice burbs down to your average city down to your average burb down to your lower class city down to your lower class burb so at least there's like a fucking Tears. there's an array where you can start somewhere and you know choose to, to do whatever the fuck it is you want to do but when the dream yeah is that unattainable unattainable Talk about no motivation. Yeah, no, I get it. And Fuck. it's hard, too, because I look back at, you know, our house in Genesee County in the Flint area of Michigan, and we sold it for twice what we bought it. Yeah. However, 
that area went through during the crash a huge economic downturn and housing was very, very cheap. And a lot of people, including us, jumped in at that point. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case everywhere. But just the fact that a house, a median, that's the word, median no, oh, no 821. I'm 821. 820. 450 would freak yeah. me out less, and that's still insane. Yeah, it's um and I don't think there's a bubble. People keep talking about a bubble. No, I'm a that's what scares me. What if there isn't a bubble? There's, what if this just is how it is now? There's not a bubble. People are not making enough for this. But there is going to be a rash, and I mean a rash. Of homes available, I think, because the problem is now there's no inventory, right? Yeah. Especially for people who are uh, first-time home buyers who are trying to maybe use an FHA loan, a VA loan, something like that. Um, those one, there's no inventory, and then two, they're getting outbid, right? Yeah. So by like a hundred thousand dollars cash. When we figure out this moratorium on the evictions. Because that was all written into all the legislation during the pandemic, that you can't evict people. I know that there are banks and landlords waiting oh, yeah. to boot people the fuck out of their houses and sell them. So I think there's going to be an influx in, of inventory, which could probably, if you're willing to wait, go to your benefit if you're looking for a home. Well, I had to explain that whole thing to... If you have the benefit to wait. If you have the benefit yeah. to wait. I had to explain that whole thing to my parents because they took advantage of the COVID moratorium on... And they thought, like, it was just a forgiveness of your mortgage for no. a certain amount of time. And I said, no. Like, they'll forgive it, but you still have to pay back everything you didn't pay. Like, it's not like it's six months of no mortgage payment. And you don't have to pay. I'm like, you're, if you don't have that, whatever it is, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve grand that you need when this eviction moratorium is over, that's it. And that scares me. Mm-hmm. That scares me for my parents. That scares me for a lot of people yeah. because who the hell has that kind of money sitting around? If you if you requested that eviction moratorium, yeah. it's not like you're you're sitting on a gold. But mine. again, I'm saying that's where that inventory is going to come from. That's September, right? Is it? I think so. That scares me, man. That's coming. Median price of a home for sale in Tucson at the end of March 2021. It's the latest we got is $217,000. I mean, see, that's that's that's, doable. That's average. But there's a lot of folks who, you know, you want more, you want less, whatever. I keep telling my parents to sell their house now. I'm like, you'll, you'll get more than you should for it. Yeah, and if, you, if you need to get out of a house, now's, now's the, the time. time. Do not wait. Yeah. Please don't wait because I don't want to see you get out of your house on somebody else's watch. I don't want to see somebody knock on your door and say, you have five minutes to get out, take what you can. Like if you, if it comes down to it, sell it now. Yeah, sell it that's, now. That's what I was trying to tell my uh, my buddy. He has a nice home and just... Um, they've it's, talked about moving, haven't they? They've talked a little bit, but it's a little McMansion-y, and just in his neighborhood, I think he could double what they paid for it. He could yeah. walk away with a lot of dough. But same thing, you know, in his case, there's no reason to sell other than monetary. Then they have to get into the market to buy a home. And Yeah. But, yeah, if you're someone like uh, AJ's parents, or you're someone who maybe, I don't know, you got a house and you 
you know you got to make updates to it and you don't want to, fuck, now's a good time. Yeah. There's people that'll snatch that shit up from you, man. Well, that's my thing is that my parents want to make money on their house. And I said, the only way you're going to do that is to sell it right now. now. Absolutely right now. Get a bidding war going. Yeah. And you'll make some money off it. There's a lot of money out there. I would just, you know, I'd I'd hate to see people stay in situations that they can't reconcile themselves from and then have somebody knock on their door and tell them to get out. Hey, you guys want to talk about money? Let's talk about money on this, uh, Episode 47. I think, you know, I have a theory, by the way. What's that? I feel like if we talk about money more openly as a society, there will be less marital fighting about it. We (laughs) are going to explore that theory on uh, this episode of the podcast. The cost of premium health care. What is it to you? Here's the latest thing. The other day, she got really mad. She said to me, you know what you did? You filled the dishwasher with dishes. You put the soap in. And you didn't turn it on. And I'm like, oh, shit. What are we going to do now? (laughs) But here's the part where she blows my mind. This is amazing when she gets to this level. She says, well, why didn't you turn it on? Like, I have a reason for not turning it on. And I'm like, can't I just be stupid? Can't it just be that I'm a fucking idiot? That I filled the dishwasher and then I went, and I walked away? I can live with that. I'm cool with that. But she says, no, why'd you do it? Which means I decided not to do it. Do you know how much more of an asshole that makes me? That means I filled the dishwasher and then I went, you know what? Fuck her. I ain't turning it on. She can suck my dick if she thinks I'm pressing that on button. I'll fill it, but I don't fucking press on. Not in my own house. Why would I do that? Let me preface this by saying we're not on TikTok. We tried for two minutes. I just feel too, too old. old. <laughs> too old for TikTok, man. It was just, it was overwhelming when we tried it. And it was like, it was like Snapchat. But the thing is, we were trying it for our radio page. Yeah. So pe- more people would find us than we wanted to. And all of a sudden, we had this huge reach. And we didn't really have the time to keep up with it. So, I mean, I, I enjoy other people's TikToks. I don't make my own. But hot damn. I would, yeah, I was going to say, that's the weird part. I enjoy consuming TikToks yeah. all day long. But I have no desire to make them. Zero interest in getting involved in making them. Anybody who's TikTok famous is already famous. That that ship has sailed. That's why I'm like, eh. But TikTok can't tell me things. It tells me things uh, like I found out that uh, skinny jeans were out. I found that out through TikTok. And that's... See? That's why I'm starting to enjoy TikTok. I still won't make my own, no. but I will consume others. There is a lot of life hacks on TikTok. It's more than dances. Yeah. there's. It, it, we're, 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 I think we're well past the dance phase of TikTok. The best life hack that I learned from TikTok was that the girls who were walking um, down the street, if they're wearing uh, 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 skinny jeans, it's okay for me to check them out. And if they're wearing uh, straight-legged jeans... It's okay for my 14-year-old son to check them out. That's really the life hack that I learned. The life hack I learned, and I have to thank our former neighbor and good friend, Sean Murphy. Sean uh, sent me a text after I posted on Facebook. Um, You know, new houses, there's always a problem here and there. Like, I mean, you get the home inspection, and they inevitably go, look, here's the list of little things that at the time you go, oh, I'm so glad it's not a big thing. Yeah. 
But then once you move into the home, you realize, oh shit, those little things, I have to get them done. Yeah, like we moved in here and there were leaky faucets, which I just replaced, so that's fine. And you know, I you're just, we're very aware there's not a lot of water in the desert here, so I couldn't deal with a leaky faucet. But the one thing that's been driving me nuts since I got here is the freaking dishwasher. I opened that thing and it looked like our cat in there. Black spots everywhere. It was covered in mold and mildew. And I have never experienced that with a dishwasher before. And I said, okay, maybe I should try to fix this. And it it started when I was still in Michigan. And, you know, again, little things you expect. But when she starts throwing, like, appliances at me over the phone, and it sucked because I was over the phone. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you're trying to explain to me, and I'm trying to come up with every possible reason. Like, well, it hasn't been in use for a year. The previous owner wasn't occupying the home. Um, Say, if there was any water left in there, of course now there's mildew. You know, I'm like, maybe it's only you there now, so knowing you, because AJ conserves water like crazy, um, she will not run it a lot. So I said, maybe you're just keeping shit in there too long and it's got like i'm trying to come up with all the everything except we have a a mold problem or b i have to spend a bunch of money on a new appliance you know me the last thing i would ever say is let's go out and get a new one i'm like i can i can fix this because it's not an old dishwasher by any means it doesn't seem like it's like from like the early 80s you know and i mean it it it, and i it was funny i went back to our home inspection check on that and you know it did the all turns on turns off runs a cycle which is the thing that your home inspector checks for they don't you know get nitty-gritty on it but they'll give you the basics Yeah, but i do feel like a mold problem would be something they would have to point out but what's he really checking though he's checking that it turns on turns off runs in a cycle he never even opened it exactly so I got like a, I got one of those brushes and I went online and I did the white vinegar and I did the baking soda. I used a fresh, I used, and then all the hacks, like all the hacks. And there was one night I was so annoyed by it at like 9 PM. I opened it up and I got on the floor and I scrubbed every part of this thing by hand because I was so pissed off about it. I took the racks out, scrubbed those. Yeah. And. I started washing dishes in it again. And now not only were the dishes not coming out clean, like they just weren't, there was still, they might as well have not have run it. But the mold came back every single time. And I said, oh my God, like, I don't know. Like, I understand mold is is a moisture-based problem. And we're talking about a dishwasher. But now, again, I remember when we moved into our old home in Michigan, I think the first thing we had to replace was a garbage disposal. Yes. Right. And it was like our first home in uh, Wisconsin. Literally yeah. the first day we had to uh, change the garage door opener. Yep. Went and bust on it. It was like, the, you know, the things that are just waiting to break till you yeah. move in. <laughs> so like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just at this point admitting like shit. Okay, is that's, this, this is the one thing. This is it. This is what has to go. So, yeah, I got to a point where I said, it's not getting the dishes clean. And really, that's your your only job. I it's said, a dishwasher. Yes, yeah, I'm name. like, you know, if a little mildew builds up here and there, it's not the end of the world. But if the dishes aren't getting clean, what's the point? Don't you feel like every time your dishwasher fucks up on you, that it's your dead grandparents saying just shut up and wash them yourself. Silently haunting you saying, will you please wash a goddamn dish? Here's, Your fucking grandfather fought the Nazis. Can you please <laughs> just fucking well, wash and dry a dish? Because this was some suburban bougie shit oh, that yeah. I never saw until I moved into an apartment. Yeah. 
And, and, and even then, I didn't know how to use it. Yeah, we didn't have one. I didn't have one until I was uh, in, a, in an apartment in college. That's why. Do you remember it was a big fucking deal? My sister and I, every night, that was part of our chores. One of us yeah. had to wash. One of us had to dry. Do you remember it was a huge deal when um, AOC first went to Congress and she got an apartment? Yes. And she was, like, talking about the garbage disposal. Like, what the fuck is this? And all these people, just because she's a politician, were, like, jumping on her back. But I said, I get it. Yeah. Because when I went from living in the city, my grandparents' home, and my mom's home, there wasn't no garbage disposal. wasn't no, no dishwasher. There was, there was, there was a, a garbage. Sink. Yeah, there was you, a garbage You scraped sink. your food in there, right? and then the garbage would stink, and then you would wash the dishes by hand. That's so what you did. I understand being mystified yeah. by these things, and they, they seem like luxury items. They seem well, like you're like... Uh, like maybe I can just wash and the dish. Listen, I don't have a problem washing the dishes. Do you know what freaked me out about it? I said, well, I'll just go get a dish rack and hand wash them yeah. until we get a new one. Because the thing is, if you got a dishwasher that doesn't work, it's literally just taking up an entire chunk of space. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Are you going to leave the dead dishwasher there? That are you going to buy true. a new one? What are you going to do with the space? So that's why I'm like, we have to figure out something. I didn't really mind washing the dishes, but still. It, yeah, I was going to say, if you do have a dishwasher built in, which was always your parents' reason why they never got one was because in their home... Oh my God, if they got a dishwasher built in, they would lose like half their yeah, cabinet like, space. Like, like you said, just the way that their home's designed, yeah. it's, it's like a little... Uh, Say my parents' home was built in like 1965. Yeah, so Milwaukee home. Yeah. So they, they, they wouldn't have the space, but if you were to remove one, what the fuck do you do with that That's space That's what now? I'm saying. I'm like, you can't, you know, what am I supposed to put in there? Like a TV? Like, what do you do? And a that's, mini fridge? Like a, a wine fridge. a wine chiller? I don't we even don't drink. drink. <laughs> I mean... And the fridge is right next to the dishwasher. So a mini fridge would be weird. It so. would be a cool weed display case. AJ is complaining <laughs> that my weed has nowhere to stay anymore. You have so no home for your weed. We could have like a nice little like like air airtight, <laughs> like, you know, could have the, the right balance of oxygen in there to keep everything nice and fresh. So I had pretty much admitted defeat with this thing I said oh my god like and and I asked on my Facebook and a lot of people said it will keep coming back that's what that's what mold does Which especially is, I mean, mold especially is, again it's a it's a moisture based problem yeah. and you're talking about a dishwasher there's always going to be moisture but I'm like mold in general is fucking scary it's very dangerous mold can ruin I mean there was one home we were looking at out here that I couldn't figure out, I go, boy, this is like a prime house. Why did it pop back up and why is it not gone by now? And they said, well, they had a huge mold problem and they, they fixed it. But that was, you know, that's now in the report. So yeah. now you're like, ooh, mold house. Because that could come back. So, yeah, I said, I think I think we are just done. I don't know what to do with this thing. It's a problem of neglect. There's hard water here. Yeah. I'm like, it just is what it is. Um, and then somebody said, well, we had the same problem with our washing machine. And they said... Wash it with bleach over and over and over, and eventually the problem will go away. So I did. I washed our dishwasher with a bowl of bleach in it. And after the first wash, it was amazing. But while it was washing, I got a text from our friend and old neighbor, Sean, and he said, check out this TikTok hack. Which, by the way, the funniest part, uh, Sean is a uh, north of 50 Irishman. Sean's older than me and he uses TikTok. Uh, you know, like Detroiter. <laughs> he, he's so hip. And it's so funny to be, that's the guy that's like, oh shit, man. You see what they I, said on TikTok about this? I'm like, you? You're you the know one what, cruising though? TikTok? Sean so is fun. like us. Sean doesn't have a TikTok, <laughs> but he'll cruise it all day long. Right? So the hack was, hey, did you know that there's a filter in your dishwasher that you really should pull out and clean? And of course, the TikTok is no. Oh my God. 
um, at the bottom of your dishwasher, there's that circular thing, and there's a little thing with a handle. And if you turn that and pull it out, it's a filter. And holy shit, this thing is supposed to be white on a good day. Yeah. It was covered in a layer of black sludge. Yeah. And like mold and yeah, dirt. Yeah, and in the TikTok, they're like, you know, just rinse it off and put it back in. This thing was so bad that, like, I rinsed it off and nothing came yeah. off it. I had to get a toothbrush. So it had basically never been cleaned. Nobody had ever touched it. So I, I took a lot of time, cleaned that. So I, I, like, held it up to the light so I could see through every hole. And I put it back in, and I finished washing it with bleach. And guess what? We saved the damn dishwasher, yeah. folks. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, you know. I think it is. Fingers crossed. I think it is. Trust me, it looks... I should have taken a picture of it when we moved in. It was so gross, and it is so much... It smells better now. It looks better. Dishes are getting clean. The only problem we're having, and I Googled this too, is that there is like a white, like almost a chalky film on some of the dishes. But that's just hard water. It's a hard water mineral thing. And they're like, look, it's not going to hurt you. Just wipe it off. Sure, yeah. So unless we get a water softener, that's, but that's fine. I'm not getting a water softener. See, I almost like knowing like what's the big expense I'm going to have. Like, you know, it's it's, it's just like I feel like it's looming. I'm like, what is the one thing that's going to shit out on me now that I'm going to have to uh, pay for? You know, know? I think, well, when we, but see, we had like a $400 toilet fix, which was. I I do, I suppose. And trust me, that was overcharged. If I would have known that was going to cost $430, I would have just gotten a new toilet. So just view that as that's, and I'm still paying that off because I'm pissed at the plumbing company for not disclosing it. So we're talking bleach. Yes, lots of bleach. Clean the filter. Clean the filter. Bleach, and let me tell you, bleach apparently should be the last resort. Try What what I did the first few times is you put a bowl of white vinegar in it. And you sprinkle baking soda See, I was at the ask bottom. You, so hold on. Do you just put... So you obviously take all the dishes out. And are you putting this in, in the little thing where the soap goes? No, so, no, 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 no. You don't put anything in where the soap goes. Okay. You pull the racks out. You sprinkle baking soda at the bottom. Put the racks back in. Put a bowl full of white vinegar on the bottom rack. And then you run it on a hot cycle. That cleaned it, but just to a point. And then the, the mold started coming back. Okay. Um, the next step then is to rinse it with bleach, which okay. got rid of every disgusting mildew stain mm-hmm. that was hidden in that thing. Okay. And of course, of course, clean the filter. Okay. Right. It's so disgusting, you but go. you'll realize that's a huge part of the problem. Clean your dishwasher. I just can't believe it, man. I can't believe we, we clean saved it. The, clean the thing. That cleans the other thing. That cleans the dishes. <laughs> If you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the camera's here, and the microphones, and they want to know, oh, 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 if you are what you say. You know me. Love talking healthcare. We have an interesting system of healthcare in our country. We all know that. Let's move past it. 
Just when you think it couldn't get shitty enough, it's actually getting shittier. <laughs> Luckily, I'm leaving uh, and have left the Michigan area. But my uh, former doctor, who I hadn't been able to see because when I um, was laid off of the broadcast industry in 2020, I went from having private Blue Cross Blue Shield healthcare, which wasn't great anyways, but it was something, <laughs> um, to having state, you know, Medicaid, yeah. right? And when I went to go to my doctor, let, let me guess. Wait a second. Wait. I know. Go ahead. He doesn't take he, it. He doesn't take. Of course, he doesn't. Medicaid, right? So now, again, I'm lucky that I'm not someone yet at my age. I'm 43 years old. I have a few issues, like they watch my cholesterol. I, I take a medication, and I take a uh, antidepressant for some depression issues. Say for our age, I think we both are just kind of on like a maintaining. Yeah. Like, I don't go into the doctor a lot. I don't even really get sick a lot. Yeah. You can, you can, AJ can attest to that. I'm not a sickly He's person. He's not at all. I just don't get sick a lot. So, you know, for me, I was kind of like, well, it sucks, but it's not the worst inconvenience in the world, but it's going to suck when I do eventually need to go in and see him. Um, I hadn't thought about this because, you know, like I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. So you're like, all right, I'm going to move on to the next state, the next doctor. But I am still on email list and phone call list. And I get a phone call and then I get an email. And now I got another email with a video. And it's my, my old doctor from Michigan telling me, how he is uh, joining a new national service called MDVIP. <sighs> and by the way, I just want to start right now with saying how much I love anything where they tack the word VIP. Because all that means is it's going to cost you more. <laughs> right? And it attracts the worst people. Like anyone who immediately is always yeah. like, I need the VIP. Oh, my God. Yeah, especially I have to now, VIP. Especially now that you can just fucking buy it. It used to be you had to be a VIP, but now, yeah, if you have the money, you can be a, a, I'm a VIP. I'm VIP at Coachella. Why? Well, oh, because I make I can afford I it. I make two two seventy five a year. I say we used to say that about like uh, like meet and greet passes for like concerts and stuff in the radio world. Yeah. Like radio people could get those pretty easy, and you could be a VIP just by being a VIP. Now you have to pay. Yeah, you got to be pay. a VIP. Now, like Luke Bryan's, like you want a fucking picture? I want some money. I want a thousand dollars. Hey, but you're a VIP. But you're a VIP. It, here's the funny part, too. I got the mail the other day. Yeah, yeah. Right before Pat got here, oh, a little over a week ago, and I got a letter from his doctor, who used to be my doctor, but I changed over like two years ago. So I was like, why the heck is he sending me a letter? And I, I kind of pull it out and start reading it. I'm like, what is this cockamamie bullshit? I don't care. You're not my doc. You haven't been my doctor for two years, so I threw it out. And then Pat said, huh, funny. I got that letter, too. It appears that MDVIP is some sort of a national affiliation of doctors, and you get to pay <laughs> to be a part of it. <laughs> now, you're going to say, hold on, Pat, I already pay for my health care, right? This is the U.S. It's you, for profit. You got to pay a little bit more. Now, this is on the surface... Um, yeah, tell me more about it because I trashed the letter because he hasn't been my doctor for two years. So I didn't care what it was. On the surface, these days, we do often pay money to pay money. Yeah. Dare I talk? That's what health insurance is. Dare I talk about your Amazon Prime membership? You're, you're paying money to pay money. What about your Costco membership? You pay money to pay money. 
And that's health insurance. You pay money to pay money. MDVIP has an annual membership fee of $1,800. Holy hell. And then I get to be one of my current doctor's VIP patients. Oh, now, wow. Is there a red carpet? It would be nice. Is there a red carpet to the scale where they take your weight? <laughs> so he has a whole pitch video, right? Oh, this is so sketchy. So they have a whole pitch video. And it's actually, I guess, depending on who you are and, again, how much money you have, uh, basically says healthcare and the way medicine is these days sucks. Yeah. Which we all agree. So one thing we all agree. Wait, so they're making it suck more? (laughs) And they say, we have, you know, we were taught as doctors to to treat the whole patient, but because of limitations and the amount of people we have to see, we're forced to see 20 to 25 patients a day, which they, they, like, they, they break it down. They, they go that, that comes down to about, um, three to eight minutes, uh, Per patient FaceTime. Well, and that's the irony with this particular doctor. This is why I left that doctor yeah. because I used to go in for doctor appointments and I'd sit there for at least an hour after my appointment time. And I mean, there were times I actually left without being seen because I'm like, I don't, I'm here on my lunch break. Like, what the hell's going on? Why do I make an appointment if it's not going to be for another hour? They're like, well, he's got a lot of patients. The pitch went on to say by doing this new MD VIP service, they will slash the amount of patients that he sees per day to 10. And you will be guaranteed 30 to 60 minutes per visit. Which one, sometimes, I don't fucking need you for 30 to 60 minutes. I was just going to say, I can't think of an appointment recently where I've ever needed. I think the last appointment I had that was more than 30 minutes was a (laughs) consult for my sinus surgery, which is understandable yeah. but usually that 30 to 60 minutes is just you waiting for them to come back so you know and, and i don't think anyone's a fan of the fucking two minute hit it and quit it no no because one, no one's a yeah. fan of like you get handled by the triage nurse and then you get handled by someone else and then someone comes in for a split second and taps you three times and signs a piece of paper and walks out. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Well, because when you hear stories, you hear a lot of stories about people who are misdiagnosed 20 or 30 times before somebody says, oh, hell, you have cancer. Because they just said, oh, they thought it was a sinus infection or they thought it was something. And and those are the two and three minute hit it and quit it appointments. So, and and like you just said with this specific doctor, you talked about what, about... uh, the time's running late, right? Which doctors yeah. are notorious for. Yeah, but man, the, um, the one that broke me, 90 minutes. 90 minutes from the time I got there, and I never saw him. I never saw him. I walked out. They addressed that as well in saying, this will also guarantee appointment times. You will not have to wait. And at the core of it, you go, well, this seems like actually a pretty well thought out plan. It's a couple of doctors who want to be able to treat patients in a better, well, more well-rounded way. And there's other things that they talk about, about how you'll get some kind of fucking huge diagnostic annual, you know, exam. Suppose, isn't that called a physical? Aren't you supposed to get that no, anyways? No, the physicals. <laughs> is, as That's soon like the as, only free thing you get in healthcare is a physical. As soon as Obamacare, the ACA, made physicals mandatory, 
they became the hardest fucking thing in the game. Oh, yeah. Because this, yeah. even this doctor, I knew we were, we were going to get fired from the radio world. So I tried to get in for a physical in 2020 while I still had my old Blue Cross Blue Shield. And he literally... Wasn't he booking like six months out? They, he's like, well, they're so backed up because of the lockdown. We can get you in sometime in 2021. And I'm like, <laughs> I'll be fucking gone by what? that. So, you know, it's it's... Well, and here's what kind of opened our eyes to it is that Pat got this email yeah. and a phone call. Yeah. I got a letter, which again, I pitched because this guy hasn't been my doctor for sure. years, so I don't care. But then one of our friends on Facebook said, hey, I'm looking for a new doctor. So, and he, in, in, in the Flint in, yeah, area. Yeah, he said in the Grand Blank area, Grand which Blank is exactly area. where this doctor is, where my doctor. And, and he said, and, and they were like, oh, you know, what's going on? What are you looking for? He goes, I don't know. My doctor just told me that I got to pay fifteen hundred dollars to yeah. be part of a VIP, and people like shit themselves. And we, Pat and I, looked at each other and said, "Oh my god, that's what our doctor was doing." Now, so I, a, I wonder if it's not the same doctor, or b, there's not a coordinated effort between a bunch of them. I'm gonna who are all going to join at the same time. Now, I'm going to go out on a ledge and say not the same doctor, not the same doctor. Because when I started talking to people about the doctor we used to have. They said, oh, he is. he specializes in older patients that come in multiple times a week for stuff. Yeah. Not younger people, which is why you end which up waiting. Like, 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 does any doctor really fucking specialize in younger people? No. Why? Because they don't need to go to the goddamn doctor. Yeah. Okay? That's why you don't have people talk about, why don't you have a, a primary care? Isn't this like, isn't this like the pinnacle of fucked up though. I mean, you are. It is. Absolutely. You are. This is as again. I truly thought. I'm like so, our healthcare system is absolute for profit trash already, and somehow they found a way to add another dumpster fire to it. So you have to pay now. You have to pay. And something else that they pitch on this is something that I said a long time ago. Like, when did this go the way of the dodo? They're like with MD VIP and the you know flexibility of not having the patients. Which, by the way, I mean it's pretty. If you haven't figured it out. You know, they're making up that by charging you. Yes. Right? They're saying, we're going to do half the patients, but now you got to pay $1,800. Yeah, you got to pay what we're going to lose by not seeing right? other patients. Um, they advertise, you'll be able to get same day or next day appointments. Where I said, that's when the, I, I don't know when the fuck urgent cares became. Thank you. Our primary care physicians, but it seems like we all went from calling your doctor to say, doc, I, got, I, I man, I think I'm coming down with something. And they go, all right, let me see what I can do for you. Can you come in today? To you, you got to make an appointment six weeks out with your yeah. primary, and if you get sick now, well, then you're going to an urgent care. Yeah, and even the urgent cares now, urgent cares nah, only open like well, like regular oh, yeah. like nine to four, which I'm like, okay, well, there's a lot of hours in between there that that you can't get. You have to go, what? I gotta go to the ER. So I do agree with you that it is the pinnacle of fucked up. Our healthcare system is already fucked up, and this what this does is now I will say this again. Life is what it is. We have a monetary system. Like it, love it, or leave it. If you have the money and you are someone who say, who goes to the doctor a lot yeah, and you are someone who legitimately would have that peace of mind by having those long, having the access. Oh, yeah, they pitched that too. That You can call them on a direct cell phone, not an answering service. Oh, my God. You can call them. Them. You have to pay for the privilege of health care. Again. And Again. This is what kind and, and like On that's, top of what you already already pay. That's what I keep going back to. I go, so what this is, is basically saying that the system got so fucked up mm -hmm. that we now are going to charge you. On top of what we already charge you. To unfuck it up to what you used to kind of like. Yeah. Because you used to be able to call and talk to your doctor. You used to be able to call and get in and see a doctor. 
You used to be able to count on, you know, only waiting 15 minutes past your appointment time to see someone. And it's so funny that this is basically like, look, we found a solution. But but the solution is you pay us more. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. the pitch that they're doing, it's so great because, I mean, I'm a... I mean, radio broadcasting for the most part is master marketing, right? Where they yeah. the whole time we did radio is just about selling you bullshit. So I saw them doing the sales pitch in the video where he goes, "Now make sure to click through or call now because slots are limited, oh and we God. want you." I mean, it was literally almost it was an like infomercial. it was like the Home Shopping Network. It was like we only have so many of these oh. turquoise bracelets available. <laughs> Can please Trey? Hey Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I know you're listening. <laughs> Obviously, can you please make a new version of the QVC South Park of episode? The old Cash for Gold episode with MDVIP, yes. please. Oh God, please. I'll only, help with it. I don't know how, but I'll help. Do only it. ten people get to save their lives by calling now and giving us their fucking visa number. Hello. Oh, uh, hello. Is it hello? Who is this? This is Marjorie. Uh, uh, Marjorie, do you have a credit line? I do. Well, congratulations. You've just <laughs> become an MDVIP. So, I mean, I mean, again, I'm a single fucking issue voter, folks. I've said this since 1996. And there were only two things that I dreamed of as an 18-year-old man that precious year that we got so pissed off about blowjobs. Remember that? Uh, that was the biggest problem we God had. God damn it. But I remember there were two things I said. If I can see these things come to fruition in my lifetime, I will have lived a fruitful life. One was fucking legal weed, and we've crossed that mountain. We're there, man. Okay? We're smoking weed right now. And number two was there's government taxpayer-funded health care available. For everybody. Are you kidding me? We just got one step further away from that, actually, oh with this MDVIP trash. That's what I'm saying. This is fucking further from it. So, but, but I, I mean, I'm curious to see if it works. I'm curious to see if he fills up. Or, I mean, think about it. Some of the stingiest people, though, no offense, old folks, are usually seniors. Seniors will pinch a nickel. Could you imagine your grandma getting this email from her doctor? Yeah. Could you imagine grandma finding out that the doc goes, I need 1800 or else you can no longer see me. So is that is he basically like saying if you don't pay, you're not a patient? Yeah. Oh my god. And it's like Wait a second. Okay, so I didn't realize that. Maybe yeah, I'm not like, it's like you're out. Oh my god. You either join or you're out. He said, I will assist you in finding a new physician if this is not for you. And of course they do all the uh Free, you know, not like a free trial, but it almost is. It's like if you want to try it for one year and you don't like it, we'll like refund your fucking money or some shit. I oh swear to God, my God, I had no idea yeah. that they, he was blowing yeah. you out if you didn't pay him. And oh and my God, it's not like you're not still using your insurance after that. It's, no, it's you not still like the eighteen hundred a year covers, covers everything. everything. No, the eighteen hundred is on top of what you already pay for health insurance, which so, likely doesn't cover everything. Like I said, sounds crazy. But just today, myself and AJ paid $60 at Costco. So we could go spend money at Costco. So we could go spend $300 inside of Costco. Today, someone just signed up for Amazon Prime. Why? Because it's fucking Prime Day. But hang on, hang on. And I'm going to sign up and pay you so I can pay you. Hang on. Devil's advocate, though. The difference between this trashy, terrible, succubus medical program that is MDVIP and Amazon and Costco is that when we left Costco today, we had weeks worth of food. Yes. We won't spend any money there until we go back. The problem with the healthcare is that you'll spend this $1,800 to be an MDVIP. Yes. 
and then you'll spend the you know thousand dollars a month on health insurance, and you will still yeah. get a bill in the mail after you pay all that well, for. Obvious. That's that's my. Pro- I mean, America. come on. How America. I can't believe. You know what? Kudos to these guys for making an already terrible Dude, system even worse. Again, I'm telling you. And people someone, will pay it. Someone had that same reaction when Jeff Bezos sat down with the team and said, listen, guys, we're going to start charging people. And they all said, you are out of your fucking bald mind. And now he's going to Mars. Okay? So I know this sounds ludicrous, but I would be interested to see if it doesn't fill up or if it flops. What I if, hope it flops. I mean, what happens if this doesn't work out and not everyone signs up? What do you do as a doctor? Do you now say, oh, fuck, I, I better email everyone back and say... <laughs> How can anybody stick up for this? This is oh, no, man. so messed and, and, up. But like, it's it's people are going to die. It is semi, and it's it's already happening. People are dying in this country yeah. because they don't have health care. People, more people are going to die now. But again, it's weird because it is semi. Like I understand they want to be able to practice medicine a certain way, and this is the only way that they can do it. Yeah, but then, but that, that's so fucked up. Yeah, that's not that. This is not the answer to the yeah, problem. I don't know. There is. Oh. I feel like they came up with it during the pandemic. I feel like this is a pandemic idea. Just you know, we can we just admit that um, you know helping people in healthcare has gone that's, the way of the that's dodo. That's not our jam. That's not what we this are country not does. into helping people. We are. No. If you can pay us. If you can pay. If you can pay. Yeah, trust me. Then it, it, again, going back to the beginning, if you can pay. You're a VIP. Costco's the only place you try to save money by spending everything that you have. <laughs> Bro, check this out. I saved so much money. I lost my house. Bro, you saved too much. We joined the ranks. Finally. And I'm very excited about it. $1.50 hot dogs for everybody. We became Costco <laughs> members. <laughs> we have talked about this for so long, but the thing is, like, we're a family of three. Yeah. And we we don't, like, consume stockpiles of stuff, so we always felt like Costco just wouldn't make sense for us. Now, we have a teenage boy <laughs> who is eating us out of house and home. It is pretty bad. I mean, it's... It, you, do you see it now? Because I mentioned this last summer. I, I mentioned it during the pandemic because I said, wow, I can't believe how many groceries I'm ordering, how often. I'm like more than once a week. And now, like, we realize we're going to Safeway multiple times a week. We're like, we, this is not okay. So in the bulk buying business, you have two main choices in the U.S. Sam's Club, which is affiliated with Walmart, named after Sam Walton, or Costco. Which is Costco always felt like the step up. Costco felt like the um, like the real bulk place. I well, felt yeah. like if because Sam's Clubs, Sam's Club had the affiliation with Walmart, yes. and so I was always kind of like, well, then how come I just can't get it at Walmart? Well, I went to a Sam's Club once. I again, we've never been bulk members of anything, yeah. and when we threw my dad a cancer benefit, we made all the food. Oh shit, that's right, and you met. I was there with you for that. Yes, we. my aunt had a Sam's Club membership, and yep. she said, we'll buy all the food at Sam's Club so we can save money. And, like, it was like walking into Disney World. I was like, this is inc- this is what everybody talks about. <laughs> and I was just like, my mind was blown, and I felt bad because they're this all focusing on the cancer benefit. And I'm like, but look at that TV. <laughs> so, I mean. But, wh- but that one trip, I wasn't. 
overly impressed. We were young parents. Yeah, we were very broke. We have a baby. Yeah. You know, at, at that point, yeah, you're broke. You're only I'm buying like, diapers yeah. and formula. In bulk, yeah. So... So I wasn't overly impressed. So Pat's always said, hey, have, have you thought about it? And I said, mm, I well, still what always, feel like we need it. What always kind of turned me on to the idea, because I was a Sam's Club member for a year in college. Okay. When I got my first real apartment, me and my roommate, you know, we're like, fuck yeah, there's a Sam's Club down the block. We should yeah. do that. And we really just used it to buy bulk cheap steaks and beer because they do have good. <laughs> I was just going to say, what do you buy in bulk in college? <laughs> very cheap steaks, ramen. Yeah. I bought an Everlast CD at Sam's Club. It was Whitey <laughs> Ford Sings the Blues. Oh, my God. Um, so that's what you buy apparently there. But so that was the one time I did it, and it was such a college stupid thing, yeah. you know. Um, but what turned me on to Costco was when we were going to make the move to Hawaii, right? So we were going to move to Hawaii. Couldn't make that happen because of our cat long story. Um, but everyone on the big island, Kona side, was like, oh, we have the Costco. Yes. The whole island drives to Kona town because we have the Costco. Yeah, they stock up and they go back. Now, Hawaii, notorious for high cost of living. It's a remote island. You have to ship goods there. Prices go up. So you, if you live there or want to live there, got to know how to pinch a penny. Yes. You got to know how to stretch a dollar. So everyone was like, like Costco. even like even the seven figure house owners. Like, yes. Oh, where I was rich, yeah. rich, oh, yeah. incredibly rich people in Hawaii shop at Costco because Everything. you have to. I was I was Airbnb in a room at a seven figure house. And trust me, the owners there, that place, he damn near you said everything was Kirkland, everything right? Was, <laughs> I, the only thing he was missing was the Kirkland shirts. It's only because they didn't make the Hawaiian Kirkland shirt. They didn't make Kirkland shirts, but. Um, but, but yeah, so they're the ones who really turn me on. They're like, oh, you got to get that Costco membership, you know, blah, 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 and you're going to save on this and save on that. And then we ended up moving to Arizona, which were, I mean, Pat kept telling me, cause I love Safeway. I've loved the Safeway grocery chain since we lived in Seattle and it's a West coast thing. Yeah. So we haven't been around it. And he kept saying there is a Safeway within walking distance of our house. And I was so excited. I'm like, that's awesome. And then we get here and I start going to Safeway. Every other day. Yeah. And then I start saying, wow, this is costing a lot. So I go down the street to Walmart every other day. And finally, Pat's like, you think of that Costco membership. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> we're going so often. And, and you, you really do. I mean, God, look how much. We spent $100 that one day at Safeway, and we only had like four bags of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, that's... And this isn't going to last more than a few days. We have a, a very growing teenage boy. I said, yeah, I think the Costco membership is where it's I at. I looked at her yesterday. I said, are you ready? She's like, yeah. Yes, let's just do it. And Let's go. I don't regret it for a second. Mm. How much did we spend today? $313. We got so much food. We have dinners. We have snacks for weeks. I mean, it's unbelievable. When I look back at what we were spending at just and the regular grocery store. filled up on gas. Too. You filled up on gas and it was like 30 cents cheaper. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's worth it. And, and I mean, we, we spent 60 bucks to do it. And that's for the year, right? That's for the year. Yeah. That's, I mean, if it was 60 bucks a month, I would no, be a little more wary yeah, of it. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be silly. 60 bucks a year. 60 a year. Man, and that, like, that place is really neat. <laughs> and like, it wasn't even like, I mean, our, what? It wasn't like a main shopping trip. It was like, we're just trying to stock up the house. Like, you wait yeah. till like now when we start writing items down and we do like a well, wah, wah. our whole thing here has been... We're watching our son. It's summer break. Yeah. Just plow through every food in the house. And, and like, it's so bad that yesterday everything. we realized all the fruit is gone now. All of the fruit, which is the last thing teenagers eat. Right. Yeah. They'll go through all the junk food 
first. Yeah. And, and then it's like, okay, fine, give me the apples so and bananas. Now we're out of the fruit. And I said, we have to go to the store because there's nothing left. And here's here's what sold me on it. We told our son, we're like, you're going to come to Costco with us today. And, of course, he's like, over my dead body. I'm a 14-year-old boy. No yeah. way. How dare you drag me out of my room. He was cranky the entire drive there. We walked in, and his yeah. eyes lit Fucking up like it was Christmas. Loved it. <laughs> loved it. He, he, he's walking through. He goes, wow. AirPods. Something smells oh. good. Is that is that a sheet cake? Oh shit! It's a bakery. They got donuts. Wow. Look at it all. Look at all the Gatorade. Look at this. They got ribs. Holy! A four pack of pizzas. I mean, it was like I I haven't seen him that excited in a really long time. And I'm also happy that the kid even has my sense too, um, or, or not mine. Um, when I was his age, mine now, he doesn't give a shit about like generic brands and no. stuff. I was so raised. Pizza is pizza. <laughs> yeah, I was raised in such a like a generic household that like when I hit eighteen, I was like it's name brand all the time. And we he, joked about that in the store today. How we both used to our parents used to get the uh, generic cornflakes and we dumped sugar on them, oh, so they were yeah. like uh, they became frosted flakes. But so it was so great to see my kid. Where I'm like, hey, here's your choices, and he literally today went and looked. He goes, well. This one's cheaper, so we'll go with this one. And yeah. it was like the Kirkland brand. I'm like, dude. Teaching him right. We're teaching him. <laughs> but it's impressive yeah. when you get a 14-year-old boy excited about going grocery shopping. Dude, those uh, those employees are pretty happy, too. Oh, my gosh. Is that because Costco pays, they like, pay decent, well, right? don't I they? I think yeah. so, yeah. I've, I say it, Costco's always been one of the ones that's, like, the first on board yeah. to change their. Which is why I think also why Sam's Club had the baggage of Walmart attached yes. to it, right? And I don't want to get into the discussion labor no. practices and all that. But, I mean, that's the same thing where Costco was, like, they're, they're their own little entity. Yeah. And they're like, we got the hot dog. And we got, you know, the. So I had like, I was, I've had terrible anxiety all day today. And like, we were about 75% done with shopping. Yeah. And I said, I got to go sit outside, get some fresh air. I'm not feeling good. And I went outside and I sat near the line for the pizzas. Yeah. And listening to the excitement in kids' voices and parents talking about the pizzas and the hot dogs Love those they're pizzas. like oh the pizzas are enormous i mean you can share don't get a whole pizza just for the one everybody in the line was talking about it i'm like this place is everything they said it would be <laughs> it is uh disneyland for adults and so, kids too yeah. i suppose everybody well and i mean oh, the prices like we got i always joke about this when we go to the store because we have a teenage boy he yeah. likes chips he likes potato chips he likes doritos I'm always like, these bags are barely even half full, which we talked about on another podcast, how these companies are saving money now by putting a little bit less in the bag. Yeah. It's called downflation. We got bags of stuff today that are like, I'm six feet tall from like my foot to my knee, filled to the top for six Listen how excited she is. Oh my God. Well, I just, you know why I'm excited? Because I know I won't have to go to the grocery store for at least two weeks. We are good for two weeks, not two days. (laughs) We're good for two weeks. And the fresh food, holy hell, the chickens, we got salmon with basil pesto. We got some sort of lasagna dish that we're going to, I mean, it's incredible. She's so excited. <laughs> she She's even excited to go international. She's like, when we go to Hawaii, this- uh, You keep our we, membership. We can actually go this December and shop at the one. <laughs> when we go for vacation. When we go there, it's going to be great. It's just so, it's nice. I yeah. despise going to the grocery store. And don't get me wrong, I'll probably end up hating Costco too, just because it's a grocery store. Yeah, sure. But eventually it'll eventually wear off. Eventually yeah. the, the shine will wear off. However, 
The shine, the shine will shimmer a little bit because I know I only have to go once every two weeks and one instead of once all, every two listen, days. Apparently, all you need to have a cult following is a dollar fifty hot dog and pay your employees a human wage. That's it. <laughs> and we will follow you to the depths of retail anywhere. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.